And we are live. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Finders Keepers. I'm Riley. And I'm Meredith. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> I was listening back to our episode from last week, and it was like at the end, and I was like, Riley, I don't think we told everyone who we were. Well, now they know. We don't now have to worry know. about that this time. <laughs> now Hi, everyone. It's clear. it's clear. I feel like it's been a while, but I think we did have an episode last week. We just certainly the days did. Are dragging. Yeah, just days are days are dragging on. I know. They Feels are. like it's been a second. It has. We're just we've been working girls, so I know. We are in demand. Working, working nine to five. Literally. Literally working nine to five. So But I'd be like that. But I finished my job, my summer internship, and um Yay. I'm shipping off in on Wednesday, so We made noises at the same time. I know. I like. I did a deep inhale as if our style of communication is going to be literally any different. When no, you're, it's like, just going to be, be FaceTiming and Zooming. It's also going to be heightened. I don't know. I feel like our Instagram banter has been off recently. Because I have not, I'm not on Instagram when I'm on the clock. So. Well, I haven't really been either. I check it at lunchtime. Yeah, yeah. But I just haven't been scrolling as much as I used to. I've still been meeting my, you know, I have like a restriction, a time Mm -hmm. limit on my Instagram and Snapchat, even though I never even go on Snapchat anymore, but on Instagram and I'm still meeting it every day. And I wish that I wasn't. (laughs) It happens. It happens. I think I have it as, I think mine's like an hour and 30 minutes. Okay. Which seems like a lot of time, but I know people who spend so much more. Yeah. Like, imagine just... Yeah, I've heard, like, seven, eight hours. Imagine just the talk. Like, the talk. Like, people are on the talk, like, every, like, four plus hours a day. But not you. Because I don't have it. Mm, Because I have have self-control to not even get it because I knew I wouldn't have self-control if I got it. (laughs) So... That's that's me being a Virgo. And it's Virgo season. Wait, we didn't even we weren't even gonna talk about that. <laughs> we can talk about that. We can make Virgo season a topic. We both have um Virgo, Virgo moons. moons. Yeah. Meredith is a Virgo sun also. Yes. So because my birthday soon. We can, we can circle around. I have opinions about the Vir- I have opinions about it. <laughs> what about Virgos? Or Virgo yeah. season? So apparently Virgo yeah about having Virgo placements. Apparently, like Virgo season is like where everybody like comes to organize, and like that's why mm-hmm. it's a good like starting school season. And mm-hmm. um, apparently, you're just supposed to be getting everything in line in your life and like doing all that stuff. So we'll see if that holds mm-hmm. true in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll do we, we want to start with the find of the week, and then we can parlay into that. Yeah, sure. Um, wow. I feel like I had a lot of finds of the week this week. I had a lot of, I had a lot of, um, thrifting this past week. I kind of did my last parlay through Winston-Salem, so to speak, before. I've been calling it the Great Adventure, Riley. (laughs) (laughs) The last hurrah. No, I've been talking. I know I've been talking about my Italy thing as the great adventure. Oh, oh. gotcha. 
<laughs> I mean, that could As be a, should. that could be called no, a great adventure too. The the thrifting, um, hoopla. But oh my gosh, I found another Oscar De La Renta floral slip. Oh my god, I also had an Oscar De La Renta. I'm gonna segue. I'm gonna um hop on your thing. Yeah, quick. yeah. I also please. found an Oscar De La Renta piece. About a week ago, um, it's actually a two-piece matching pajama set. Amazing. It's like a burnt, no, it's like a like a sunset orange, um, like a sienna. Yes, like a, sienna. like a more like a like an orangey sienna, like an ochre. Yes, like an <laughs> ochre, an ochre colorway. Yeah, um, but it's like a velour sweatsuit. Oh, interesting. Like yeah, a lounge like jogger set? Style. Like a yes, lounge exactly. Set. It's like jogger-style sweatpants um, mm. and like a crew neck sweatshirt, but it's mm. like velour velvet. Um, and it's also Oscar de la Renta, so good for us. Sorry, continue. Wow. How wow. about that? How about that? Okay, <laughs> so what else did I find? I'm looking at my inventory list from last week. I found, oh, two vintage coach handbags. Well, love. Well, one of them I'm keeping and trading out for one that I don't use anymore in my closet. So nice. um, those will be hitting the um, Design Archives booth soon. Mm-hmm. And one of them's like a really big one, which are kind of like hard to find. Um, what? Lots of slip dresses. I Lots secured a lot of slip dresses, which is really exciting. We um, love a good slip dress. And, oh, also, when I was in Boone this past weekend, Riley, I didn't even tell you about this. There had been someone who had donated a ton of, like, true vintage dresses to this one mm. Goodwill. Um, like, I'm thinking, like, 50s to 60s era. era. It was the same Goodwill that I found that Jessica McClintock for um, yep. Gunny Sacks dress, cocktail dress. Um, and I just found, like, a ton of true vintage um I'm calling it true vintage, you know, like o- older than the 80s. Um, right. Dresses that were all like very different and very interesting. So those will be dropping in the booth soon. Throughout the season. Yeah. Throughout the season. Yeah. So that's kind of. Hmm, I think those are my most interesting. Nice. Those are good ones. Exciting things. I'm excited to see them, especially the dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think now. I've been thrifting, like, a few times this week, um, like, wrapping up boxes and, like, just going for fun yeah. with my roommate. Um, let me think. Slip dresses. I've had some great slip dress finds also. Um, but we we are really good at finding slip dresses. I, I think so, too. Us, I think... Give us that pat on the back. And I don't get just anyone anymore. Like, it really has to have something that's, like... Like, I'm not just going to get, like, the shift cut... With a V-neck and adjustable straps. Like, it has to be interesting. Yeah, and I I really even try to get 100% silk ones unless it's something that's really special. Yeah. Interesting looking, like, a larger size or, like, Gold Label Victoria's Secret or Oscar yeah. de la Renta or, like, something that's, like, a brand, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I try to even just, like, stay with the 100% silk. Yeah, good. As you should. We like quality out here. Good quality. But, wait, I forgot to tell you and send you a picture of something great that I found that I'm keeping for myself. So, I have to show you because I can't describe it. So, it's this caftan. Can you see it? Yeah. And it's embroidered. 
Oh my god, so pretty. And I think it's pretty old. Like if you see the little tag in it. Right, right. Um, and it's like a full length. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. And it was in the pajama department, so it only got charged at a dollar seventy-five. Amazing. I love it when that but happens. But it's silk. That's so cool. I think it might actually be like from Japan. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And the lining is really fine. Especially if it's silk. Yeah. And it fits me perfect. That's amazing. So you can definitely keep that. I think that it would look really pretty with like white, skinny, like toothpick type pants mm-hmm. and like a light pink, just plain top. I just thought it was beautiful. That's really pretty. Yeah, so that's such a cool find. It's being kept. <laughs> yeah. Good choice. Yeah. That's really pretty. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I got a lot of slip dresses at that same store. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like if you can find one good slip dress at a store, you're gonna many. find multiple. Yes. Yeah. I completely agree. I rarely only ever find one during a thrift trip. Yeah. It's so. usually like a full haul of them. Yeah. Yeah, I Yeah, I think that's what's happened with me. Nice, good. My other um substantial finds were I found some good denim over the last week, um, which I hope is a good sign for, like, the demand for fall. I would love for people to be shopping for their denim this fall. That'd be yes. great. And shopping secondhand from us. Exactly. <laughs> that was the subtext. <laughs> um, and then on eBay, I bought myself two Aerosmith t-shirts. Oh, that's so cool. I know. I I just had this moment of weakness, like, on a random, I think it was, like, Tuesday night or something. I was like... Must mm, I need more Aerosmith t-shirts. No. Well, no, actually, there was actually a specific inspiration for that. I had this random urge in the middle of the workday last week. I said to myself, I really need to see Aerosmith in concert. Like, I really need that in my life. So let me look up when they're touring and if I can buy tickets. Um, and they're going on their 50th anniversary performance in 2022. However, the tickets went on sale two years ago, and this performance date is, like, the second round of it being rescheduled. So, alas, tickets are sold out. And I said, that's okay. I'll shell out a little bit for, like, the secondhand, like, scalper prices. Um, And I was like, while I'm at it, I might as well look for the VIP meet and greet tickets. Like, I might as well (laughs) pay this big bucks pay these big bucks to meet Steven Tyler and meet Tom Hamilton. Like, I should just do that. Um, How much are they? They would have been around $2,700, not including travel costs. But luckily for my bank account, they are sold out completely and nobody's even reselling those experience tickets. Where? Um, so it worked out for Where's me. the closest one? Atlanta? Oh, the only, the only stateside performance is in Boston. Everywhere else is in Europe. So I would have had to go to Fenway Park. Um, but I was prepared. Like, if I could have found the ticket. What I about like, international? Have this- you looked international? Yeah, it's, like, kind of the same deal, like, around the same cost. Like, it would have maybe maybe closer to 2500 Yeah. But same deal. I couldn't find the meet-and-greet tickets anywhere except for, like, maybe random, like, one, like, UK location. Or, um, like, Poland. Like, something like that. Yeah. I think there was, like, I found one ticket for the meet-and-greet experience in the UK. Mm-hmm. And it was about $2,500 US dollars, not including travel expenses or lodging. And I would have had to take PTO for it. So, oh my god! Um, so it didn't work out. So instead, I bought T-shirts. <laughs> okay, that's a good compromise. But that's you know? okay. 
I'm hoping after COVID they may return to their Vegas residency, mm. um, but who knows? They're old. They're in their 70s. But yeah. I would, I did seriously consider spending a month and a half, two months paycheck with Tyler. Um, but I'll, I did not. Oh my <laughs> but, gosh. Ooh, that's but yeah, I bought dedication. Christmas t-shirts. Yeah, and I actually love the t-shirts. They're really great. I got them for like $12 a piece. Oh, that's great. Um, on eBay. Yeah, one's from 2001. And the other is a long sleeve from 98, I think. Okay, that's cool. So, and they're really, like, they're not like any other Aerosmith t-shirts that I have. I went through and I counted, and I have a total of seven Aerosmith t-shirts now. Oh, wow. Um, but they're all different. <laughs> I've been, like, going through, I went through my t-shirts to figure out which ones that I was going to pack. Mm-hmm. And I'm bringing, I'm not even sure if you've seen me wear this t-shirt, but it's this, like, old like from the 80s like Paris t-shirt and it's all pastel colors and I mean I think it like was left out in the sun because it kind of has like a Mm. crease in the middle of you know what I mean it's kind of like faded like through the but I like it and it's really soft and um it was obviously just like a souvenir t-shirt but you know it's it's like a different souvenir t-shirt because it's vintage um (laughs) but it's very like abstract looking you know so I'm bringing that and then I think I'm I had like oh I got this like you know United Colors of Benetton right like the brand so also in one of my Goodwill haul ventures this week I got like a black baby tee it's black cotton and just in silver letters it says Benetton on it Nice. And I just thought it was so cute. And so I'm bringing that. And I think maybe one other t-shirt and then everything else is like a blouse. Nice. Except for loungewear. And then loungewear's t-shirts and boxer shorts. Quite the good mix. Yeah. Quite the good mix. <laughs> and they're all Wake Forest t-shirts because those are my most comfortable ones. And go Deeks, school spirit. School spirit, except for not school spirit today because... Oh, literally, I was about to say that. <laughs> Actually, was was thinking the same thing. Yeah, we've there's been some controversy at our alma mater. Isn't that so I wouldn't even call it... I guess it is, I guess it is a controversy, but I would use the words um, irresponsibility and lack of accountability before I called it a controversy. Right, but like I'm trying to say the right word in describing the events that actively occurred today. Like, yeah, it's not a controversy because someone's obviously wrong. Like, there's no, like, argument about it. But, like... Yeah, our school is the host and I guess no, is the host of um, a student that has multiple... Nine, nine, nine from nine, nine different people. <laughs> nine sexual assault allegations against him. He was removed or dismissed from the school sophomore year. And in suddenly, 2019, was, in 2019, 2019, and now entering his senior year was suddenly readmitted back into the university without notifying the survivors or any kind of discourse about it. Just like, oh, one day there he is on campus. Um, and naturally, students were outraged, very feeling very unsafe. Well, someone um, dropped out. One of the survivors dropped out, dropped out. Which is horrible. Um, in their senior year. Yep. So there was a protest at our alma mater today. And there's a to lot of... address that. There's a lot of, like, um, 
Calls to action. Calls to action. Petitions being signed. Mm -hmm. If anybody after this wants the petition to sign, um, just DM Finders Keepers. And, we can put the link in the show notes. And we can put the link in the show notes. Um, so, yeah, just a call to action to actually get Title IX to, I don't know, like, do their job. Yeah, exactly. Bare minimum. So, we'll see. Let's hope we have good news following that next week. More positive news following that this week. Not too proud to yeah. be. I feel like something like this happens every year at Wake, though. I know. I agree. Like, I think that's, I think it's, like, schools of this um, echelon, I guess. Yeah. And demographics, like, especially, not to make it a Greek life thing, but I do think that kind of culture perpetuates it sometimes. Mm. That's a different topic, but. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember our freshman year when the whole, like, cracker thing happened? And it was on oh, national I, news. Was that our freshman year? I think that, that was, was the year before. No, it was our freshman year. I remember when it happened. Yes. It, it was spring of our freshman year. That. Like in January. Why is our school always in the news? And then the whole like like paying paying for entry, like the whole volleyball scandal, you know, where it was like USC, Stanford, um, Yale, and then like Wake Forest. Like someone like who was they were technically on the roster for the volleyball team had just oh, like yeah. what was that called had paid. they had a name varsity blues oh yeah the varsity yeah. blues scandal like we were yeah. somehow in that with all these like <laughs> ivy league schools <laughs> and it was, it's like wake is like wake is a great school i am very glad that i went to wake i had a great experience but we get it's <laughs> when wake when wake is in the news it's for the Worst Most, things. Yeah, outrageous, ridiculous scandals. <laughs> and I, like, I don't say ridiculous. I'm like, oh, funny, haha, this is so random. And, like, a, how did, why? Like, why did we allow this to happen kind of way? Yeah, so, yeah, that, yeah. I feel like every year, like, there's just been something crazy that happened. That we uh -huh. were, like, in the national news for something, so. Yeah, because last year it was um, the the RAs protested because yeah. they were being forced to work in unsafe conditions and like being exposed to COVID and like students. Oh, and that the whole were tested. And the whole thing with like students who had been exposed to COVID getting put being in double put rooms. in dorms. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Wild times. And I don't. Um, and the whole best Western kind of thing. Yeah, this is such this is such a tangent. I'm so I'm sorry to our listeners that have like no investment or care about Wake Forest culture and history but um I don't know if you've seen the commentary about like people somehow tying this to the new university president but I am so far removed from that I say no I don't think she's been here long enough to be involved in this I've heard I've also, seen a lot of memes like with like the new president like versus like president Biden have you seen those memes oh like stumbling it's, into the job and yeah, 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 all yeah, the yeah. things that were left over. Yeah. Because I was just thinking, like, in terms of the readmission of this student, um, admission cycles don't happen in, what, July, when our new president started. Yeah. This student was likely admitted last semester when we had a different president. Right. So let's, like, let's watch where we're throwing the blame. Yeah. And also, like, probably President Hatch, he probably didn't oversee that specific... Exactly. Event happening. He doesn't even write his own. He didn't even write his, his own, own emails. emails. Like, what? like <laughs> that man was a mascot. I never, never once saw him, or maybe I saw him once or twice on campus. Never once spoke to him. 
he was a mascot more than anything else. Yeah. With his medallions. With his, with his medallions. <laughs> but I'm very, very optimistic about the new university president. I feel really good about her. She came to the art gallery opening. I last saw week. that. I saw that. And I was like very appreciative of that because our last president in his 12 years of serving never once stepped foot into the gallery so really mm-hmm. did he ever go to like a theater opening or anything i have no idea oh my god that's like bad news bears though i know i get good vibes so that from was, her i do too i really do all the commentary i've heard about her involvement or like conversations in the arts at wake have been really encouraging to me I've also um, liked her emails to the alumni so far. Mm-hmm. I've gotten a few. That's what I'm nice optimistic. Emails, so, I'll be eager to see how she handles the current scandal. Um, I think that'll be telling of the way that things go and, and her leadership style. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I have high hopes for her. I would agree. Yes. Anyway, that was our Wake Forest news update segment. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And next. <laughs> Oh it's a Virgo season. What were we even talking about? Okay, Virgo season. We um, were talking about our finds of the week, and then and we then, said, and speaking of, <laughs> we said speaking of today's news. <laughs> um, okay, so Virgo season. I feel like Virgo season is gonna hit me like a truck. Yeah, I mean, in it's a good way or bad way, both. <laughs> Yeah, I I say this. I don't. This is targeted at me, not at you. Okay. I know we both have Virgo moons. Yeah. My Virgo moon is my least favorite placement that I have. Oh, really? I feel like I have the worst parts of the Virgo. Like those are the things that I identify with the most. Oh, gotcha. are the things that just irritate me. I wish I could be more go with the flow, but I think uh, nope. <laughs> I think I very much identify with all all three of my big three. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I do too, unfortunately. Because, like, Virgo's, like, such a big part of my personality. Like, anyone who yeah. talks to me more than five minutes, I think, like, I might as well have, like, a Virgo, like, Virgo tattooed on my forehead. But, um... You are correct, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you are But then, when Virgo. people, when I tell people my rising, that, like, I'm a Sag, I'm a Sag rising, people are like... Oh, that makes sense because you really do say how you feel, <laughs> and you and you've got an adventurous spirit. That's true. I'm very adventurous, which is not. I didn't realize how um like kind of compatible our our charts were because we're both Virgo Moon. Okay, I would pay for like an astrologer to like analyze our charts together. I know that would be so fun because oh. I'm a Sag Sun, you're a Sag Rising. Mm-hmm. That's cute. But, and a Libra rising. Oh, officially. Libras and Virgos. I have a lot of friends who are Libras. Like Libra, like, like, sons. I have a lot of friends who are yeah. Libra sons. Uh, so I, like, I think we've talked about this before. There was a moment where I was, like, not sure if I was a Scorpio rising or a Libra rising based off of when I was born specifically, but got the confirmation I'm officially a Libra rising. Yeah. And I really wanted to be a Scorpio rising, <laughs> but I maybe that's a very Libra rising of me. Um, thing of me to say, but I am a Libra rising. I've I heard on like a podcast or something that like apparently like like excuse me, Virgos should not be business owners. I think I remember sending you a text about this. You had sent me it was about the Enneagram. You told me that um, what it, oh what, oh what's it what? was the Enneagram that like 
eights and nines eights shouldn't be shouldn't, yeah it shouldn't be business owners. And I'm like, wait, I'm equally a nine and a one. Like, that makes no Are sense. Are you? I'm. When was the last time you did the, the Enneagram kind like of Like, this spring. This spring. Okay, I would, I would, those are probably two of the last. Which is what I, I thought, too. Done. But I'm, every time I've done it, I've been equally one and nine. Which is also. Really interesting. It's also very uncommon for an Enneagram to have two that are equal. I would, I would call on you to do it again, especially post-grad. Um, okay. I would say you're either a one or a six. I'll do it later tonight. <sighs> okay, I'm a three. I'm a very aggressive Well, three. no, no, no. I said one and nine. Oh, when, oh, I thought you had said eight or nine to me. Eight and nine is the people that shouldn't be business owners. Right. But I'm equally one and nine. Okay, I see the one in you. Yeah. I also see a six in you. Okay, I'll retake it tonight and let you know what what I get. Um, Is it a test? I thought it was more of like you read a lot and do a lot of introspection and have to determine that for yourself. What time or what? No, um, there's a test for it. There's tons of free oh, okay. tests for it, but they're really long. Like mm-hmm. they're like twenty five minutes. <laughs> you have to answer a lot gotcha. of questions, so maybe that's the introspective part. Um, I'm a three wing too. But what does that mean, winged? Three wing like, two. Which way it swings for you? Like, I don't know. All like you're more on the two the side of a three. This. Like you're more of a two side of a three. Is that what that means? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because they go into very deep specifics about it. Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay. I know all. I have a lot of people in my life that are very invested in the enneagram, but I just kind of catch the commentary and figure out how I place myself in that, and then. That's all I need to know. Have you ever done, like, human design? I don't know what that is. I've heard a lot on podcasts about it, which is, like, like you're a producer or a follower or I forget the different. Don't flame me in the comments about, about this, but, like, there's, like, four <laughs> different types and you're either, like, oh, excuse me, a generator. You're, like, a generator or a follower or, like, something. It's all about, like, your creative persona, I think. I don't know. I think that one would take... I would need to do a lot of reading about it to be able to get behind that. But, um, yeah. I don't know how we got to this conversation either. Oh, we were talking how about... We, we were talking how, about astrology. We were talking... Wow. We're just so scatterbrained, Riley, today. I think it's because we haven't talked that much this week. It's exactly what I was going <laughs> to say. We have to get all of our, like, small talk out. Like, anything that we would have sent each other randomly in the middle of the I know, day. That's what you I know. Are right now. I know. I'm sorry, listeners. But maybe this is fun stream of consciousness conversation <laughs> that you guys are hearing. They're just chatting with us. They're just they're, chatting. They're chatting. <laughs> chatting. If you guys have any similar placements to us, actually, even if you have dissimilar placements, we would love to know what your charts are like. Yeah. But I love hearing what I was saying are. that I would pay for an astrologer to analyze our charts together and read our cards together. Yes, literally compare. I've never them. had my cards read, but I don't think I would want to. You've never had tarot read? No, and I don't think I want to. I, I have a friend who does it. Any bad cards? I know you do. You've referred me to her before, but then I said I can't. No, I don't need any premonition or mm. predictions about my life. Yeah, I do enough forward thinking. Forward thinking. I know what I you know. mean. I stress about the future enough already. I don't oh. need cards to help me do that anymore. <laughs> I understand. But, yeah, I, I try to do, like, 
a tarot, like, a quarterly. And then I also do, like, this person's, like, new moon workshops. Mm. Where they pull Twilight? Tar- well, they, no. <laughs> well, where they pull tarot also, so. Oh, I have another tangent to take okay. us on real quick. Speaking of Twilight. <laughs> so, my roommate Jessica and I had a Twilight marathon when mm. it got put on Netflix recently. Oh, okay. And this is the first time I've ever watched Twilight. I've never watched it, like, within, it, so. Within the last month. It was so entertaining, first of all. I had a great time. Really? Were you intoxicated? No. I was sober, and I was watching this. I had some sparkling water with me. Oh, I Um, sparkling water. Mineral water. But it was actually so good and so entertaining. I cried in the last movie. Like, bald. Oh, my God. Did you even cry at Endgame? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably. I was just confused Um, in Endgame. Well, Yeah. (laughs) I was a lot more invested in it than you were. <laughs> that was that's a different story. Anyways, back yeah. to Twilight. <laughs> but Twilight was a great time. I thoroughly enjoyed it. As somebody that never had a Twilight phase in middle school, it was just as great watching it with fresh eyes as a twenty-two year old. But I digress. Speaking of Twilight, um, I've seen a lot of TikToks talking about this new aesthetic that's come about via the Twilight Renaissance called Bella Swan Core. Where people are dressing inspired by the style of Bella Swan. Um, and then I watched an analysis video on YouTube about this Bella Swan core by um, the was, YouTuber. The was this after, is, did you watch this video after you watched the movies or before you watched I the watched movies? this video yesterday. So, so after yes. you watched the movies. Okay. Yes. Well after I watched the movies. And um, Modern Girls was the YouTube channel that made okay. this video. It's actually like one of my favorite pop culture um like fashion commentary channels um it's really good and she just came out with like this 16 minute video analyzing bella swan core kind of the grip that twilight currently has on gen z and like kind of experiencing twilight the first time since they put it on netflix and also talking about early 2010s fashion and like the kind of feminine twist to masculine styles that came about in the early 2010s but also like very minimally because of how people were dressing then like the bootcut jeans with, like, a Henley shirt um, and maybe, like, a camisole layered if you wanted to get fancy with it. And it was really interesting. So if you have any interest in um, early 2010s fashion or Twilight or the way that they influenced one another, that's a great video. Yeah, that's a little over my head if I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest just because I've never seen Twilight. So I'm just like, I have, like, no idea what the fuck you're talking about. But you know about. what Bella Swan looks like? I mean, you mean... What's her name? Who's that? Kristen Stewart? No, I mean Stewart? Bella Swan. Who's Bella, Bella Swan? Who's Bella Swan? The character. Like, I know what this Kristen... This is too much. This I is know what much. Kristen Stewart looked like in the movies. Right. Okay, yes. That's okay. who Bella Swan is. Like, and also, like, the under eye circles coming back. Oh, the, yeah. I like, I feel like that's kind of part of the same vibe, or am I, like, reading into that wrong? I don't know. Maybe it is. I feel like that was kind of coming back when Euphoria was premiering also. Yeah, but it's definitely hit a second wind. Uh, yeah. So. I believe you. I don't know anything mm. about that. Interesting. Interesting. I still have yet to see them. and. Yeah, we finished our Twilight Marathon, and now mm. we're heading into Hunger Games. I love the Hunger I Games. I never saw Mockingjay in the movie. What? I saw Catching Fire, but I never saw Mockingjay in the movie. Because there was, maybe I saw the first part, but I never saw the second part. I did Did read read the books. books? I did read the books. I mean, that's okay. You don't need to watch the movies. I know, but apparently they were good, and I was like. They are. They are good. So, (laughs) 
I'll probably like, watch, watch them, them all on the plane. At some, yeah, I might. Oh, oh, oh my god, I'll be able to watch movies on the plane that I haven't. <gasps> Wait, I just thought of that. Like the best, the best part of life. literally the best <laughs> part. <laughs> the best part is the movies because, especially with the amount of flying that I'm going to be doing in these next two years, I'm going to see everything that's been out in the theaters. <laughs> also, I'm going to be in Italy when when House of Gucci comes out. That's so cool. Wait, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to be seeing it in Milan. <gasps> Maybe I can, like, go to a viewing party or something. Probably. Remember when I was learning... You try, yeah. When we were learning Italian? When you were learning Italian and I was struggling? Well, okay, whatever. When we were in the same <laughs> class. Um, remember when everyone was having a really hard time with, like, the CI sound? Like, the ch sound? Yeah. And I was like, you guys, it's Gucci, not Gucci. And like, <laughs> that's how I remember that sound. Like, Gucci. <laughs> why does it sound gross to me? Because <laughs> it sounds like Gucci. <laughs> oh my no. god. <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, so House of Gucci's coming out. I feel like another movie that I was really excited about is going to be out in the fall while I'm going to be there. So Probably several. Yeah, probably several. I'm excited to watch House of Gucci with Italian subtitles. I feel like that'll just, like... That'll be a good learning opportunity. Like, But also the culture. <laughs> Le culture. Le, Le culture. culture. I hope that I can, like, go to, like, a cool movie theater like what we saw, like, um what oh my god the brie larson marvel movie what was it called captain marvel captain marvel i wanted to say captain america but i was like that's wrong so captain marvel um that cool theater that we saw that in that was a cool theater it was like a like a historic cinema yeah no it was an opera theater wasn't it i think so it used but to be an opera theater but it it was solely a movie theater now yeah these days these days so yeah so that'll be really fun um yeah. I love how we have not talked about anything that we said. I know. This is in. so bad. It's because we haven't talked to each other this week. It's okay. okay. This can be our catch-up episode, and then we will reorient ourselves for the next time. Do we want to talk about the rise in prices at Goodwill? That's, like, still in the back of my mind, considering we both had some recent thrift trips. That's true. And it came apparent this past week anyways. So yes, definitely. I feel like that's very relevant. So... I'm not sure if this is a national thing because honestly, Riley, I feel like I would have heard about it from like all of the influencers that that right. like vintage influencers that we both follow. I feel like I would have seen more like mm -hmm. feedback not about mention, this. Every region is already different. Yeah, like Goodwill prices in Orlando, Florida, are a dollar off from Goodwill prices in Daytona Beach. So, oh, like, well, uh, Goodwill state, prices in Winston state. versus Goodwill prices in Greensboro used to be different, but now they're the same. <laughs> they're in different bummer. regions. Um, so, basically, the region that my hometown is in, Greensboro, and the region that Winston-Salem, North Carolina, is in, um, of Goodwills, both had to increase their clothing prices this past week. Um basically because now they're paying their employees a living wage mm -hmm. and 
so they have to increase their prices so that they can pay their employees like the market value of paying employees is now basically um which was a sad day for me <laughs> i mean i really want people to be paid and obviously everywhere is so understaffed so they have to have really competitive salaries for these people to try to have employees not to try to have, to have employees. <laughs> so, thoughts, Riley? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of struggling to come up with, like, an appropriate opinion, I think. Um, because they definitely should be paid a living wage. Yeah, and they should. Kind of, it, not even kind of. Um, it's really concerning that they're just now getting that. Right. Um, especially over the course of the last two years. So it's really concerning that it's taken this long for them to get to that point. But also, prices have been steadily increasing for the last few years, at least during my college career. Mm -hmm. And this is the only time that they've said it's been in order to assist salaries. It's probably because it's been at a, it was at a larger margin this time. Right. So I think... Um, I appreciate the reasoning that they've provided, and I obviously support that, but I have a hard time trusting Goodwill as a corporation, um, because this is the only time it seems like they've had a good reason, and I'm like, okay, well, why is, why is this time different than all the other times? Yeah. Yeah. No, I and get why that. And why do you suddenly feel the need to explain yourself? I also, like, go into the question about, like, just obviously the rising price of everything, and, um just inflation but like if all of this stuff is if all of the thrift store stuff which like in a lot of communities like the goodwill is the only thrift store um if all of the prices at the goodwills are increasing like how many people is that going to like affect them being able to get like new like I'm using mm -hmm. new in quotation, like new clothes for like their children to go to school or like new shoes or like other household. It's just like the, what we've talked about before, like just, I'm, this isn't the right word, but like the gentrification no, of thrifting. It's just like, it's getting to this cycle where like inflation is affecting everything also. Yeah. And it's just like restricting access to people who need it. It's, yeah, and it's also rough when you think, um, like, when you start drawing comparisons to other retailers, because, sh like, shirts, for example, a mm -hmm. women's top has increased from $4.19 to, what, $4.59? Something like that, yeah. So, or $4.99. I think it's $4.99. $4.99. So, the so, getting a $5 shirt at Goodwill, whereas you could be getting maybe a two or three or four dollar shirt at Shein or Walmart or like, Target on I don't clearance. like how those yeah or Target on clearance I don't like how that kind of increase now twists responsibility on the buyer again instead of the corporation because when you're in these situations where you need to buy when you make your buying choices based off of financial availability and financial mm -hmm. circumstances you're going to choose the cheaper option, especially if you're going to the Goodwill and you're finding Shein there also. Like, you're not going to pay $5 for a Shein top in the Goodwill when you could get it 
from Shein for $3. Right. And buy it firsthand and contribute to that cycle. Mm-hmm. I think it's unfair that you're putting the buyer in that situation. Yeah. No, I get that. But maybe that's, but that's not a goodwill call-out. That's a Shein call-out. So we're back to square one. And then also, like, I my quandary is that, like, this is what I was trying to describe to you when I was texting you, Riley, and it just was not translating. Like, I still think about all these stats that I've learned on Prelove Pod about, like, how only, like, 10% of what's donated, like, gets put out at the typical right. thrift store. Like, let's say, and when you like, increase the, the prices, goodwill. they're just going to stay on the rack even longer. That, and then also, like, obviously this is so impractical. So, like, again, no one roasts me, but, like, why couldn't they just, like, process more stuff? Like, if you had it at the same price, then you could just sell more stuff. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I know that's so unfeasible, but, like, the way that, like, Especially sub- when you're understaffed. Right. And also, like, this theory of supply and demand, like, that's what's, like, think, like, running in my head being like well we have all this like supply like we have all these donations like only 10 percent is being like between 10 and 20 percent is being put out and goodwill says that they need more money right so why can't they just put out more stuff like it's just like that, that like i know the it's not the way that the industry works but like i wish it could work that way yeah. you know yeah so I wish I could yeah, just I'm fix sitting it. Here, exa- I'm sitting here, like, wanting to make it a goodwill issue, but I honestly, I don't think it's a goodwill issue. Oh, no. I think it's We're just using goodwill as a, a scapegoat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because the and whole like, reason... shady of us. The whole reason why, like, there's so many donations to begin with is because we're because. in an over-consumerist society. Mm-hmm. Because people are over-consuming elsewhere. That, and including me, myself, goodwill. including me, myself, and I, so, like, I'm not excluding myself from this conversation. But I was listening to a podcast today just about how we get, and I, again, I've definitely done this, go walk in my closet full of clothes being like, "Mm, I have nothing to wear. I don't like any of my clothes anymore. Mm -hmm. Let me, like, even me, like, let me go out to Goodwill and, like, buy something, quote unquote, new, which is obviously, Mm -hmm. like, secondhand. But, like, even, like, compulsive buying, like, secondhand is so bad, too. (sighs) Riley, I can't win. <laughs> we we honestly can't. We can't win. And like not even we the two of us speaking. Like anyone in a similar or more stressful financial situation cannot win. It's bad news bears. Ah okay. See, mm. we were so energetic and happy and bubbly. And then we bummed ourselves. And then out. we were just like we got really on the the slippery mm-hmm. slope ethics. Yeah, if anybody has any resources about any of this, yeah, send them our way. I would love some clarity. I truly. I would, would love some clarity on this. Um, and if anybody else is experiencing these um, increase of prices in their areas, that would also be very interesting to note. Because um, like we don't have anything like savers or like value village. Um, well, there no, used to village. be a Value Village in Greensboro years ago, mm-hmm. but that closed when I was in high school. But we don't have any of those other, like, big chains. Right. We've got, like, one Salvation Army in the area. Yeah, there's one in Greensboro, and there's one in Winston. Or there used to be one in Winston. But, yeah, there's not any other big chains besides Goodwill. There's not St. Saint, Saint Vincent de Paul here either, so... Okay. 
Huh, yeah, we'd, li we'd love to hear the feedback about that. Are we... <laughs> what a great place to that end That kind of, like, tuckered me out. I know. That was a lot of thinking. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just feeling contemplative, so. Pensive? Are you thinking pensively? Both. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I was just trying to use a fancier word. Um, so, yeah. I think that that's... On that's that bad. note... I do want to say that, like, obviously I'm moving across the ocean this week so there could be some changes coming up to the pod schedule um obviously riley will be posting accordingly to the um insta you guys will get updates updates but just like be patient with us mm -hmm. please kind souls but the pod's gonna keep going pod We're is brainstorming some plans brainstorming some schedules so we've got some exciting stuff coming your way yeah. The podcast, she lives. She she lives on. She does live on. She will be powerful. Yep. So turn on post notifications. Let's yep. see that. I don't think we've ever said that before. Turn on post notifications. Yeah, and follow all the, us. All the hot updates. Yep. At Finders Keepers Pod on Instagram and uh, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, and leave us a review if you're going to be nice on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Yes. And on that note, we will catch you guys again soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.